So this is this is my episode. So I'm doing the intro. Yeah, unless unless Louie wants to do it. Well, I don't want to put that pressure on you. No, uh, I don't want to go first. <laughs> okay. okay. So. <laughs> it takes Ben like an hour. We had him do an intro one time. And we were like, yeah, never again. No, he... never again. Oh, can you can you still hear us and everything? Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. cool. You want to just keep it going? Or- hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off the Beaten Clef. This episode, we're doing a little band called Nuclear Power Trio, and an uh, EP called A Clear and Pre- Present Rager from 2020. That's right. So, so let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. We, like I said before, we are doing a new band, as always, a Nuclear Power Trio. Uh, this is a band that was actually introduced to us, uh, kind of on the fly, in, the, in one of our group chats for the the uh, the podcast. I forgot what we this thing is we do that what it's called um, by our friend and third member of the podcast, uh, Louis Kern, who is here with us this week. He's joining us. What's up, Louis? Heyo. What's going on, guys? Yeah, man, uh, nothing. Just, uh, you know, doing our, our weekly podcast thing. And, uh, you know, wanted to bring you on since this was your uh, your suggestion to us. And we, I, I loved it. And so when Dilly asked me if I wanted to double record this week, I was like, you know what? Louie gave us a gift. Let's let's not scorn it. Let's just talk about the sick EP. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to bring you on. It's it's a long time coming. Glad to have you on. And, uh, yeah, man, tell us, uh, tell us what's going on with you, man. Uh, it's uh, it's good to be here. Um, very very happy to join and uh, you know actually bring the third member to that's right. to life. I know Dylan thought we were one and the same person for a while there, Ken. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, our, our interests do align quite quite well, it seems. So we've been, he's never seen us in the same room together. So until now, yeah, I'm still not 100 percent convinced, but you know it could be a pre-recording. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which would be very yeah. elaborate. <laughs> like a ferris bueller elaborate plan but uh yeah first off how in the how in the hell did you find this band yeah um i can't remember if the first time i heard them was from spotify or youtube i follow uh their record label it's metal blade uh their channel on youtube and i think that's when i first saw the whole album and like the artwork but i think the first song i heard was on spotify just one of the random like weekly discover things yeah so but as soon as I saw the music video, I was I was up. Oh yeah, the video is incredible. I mean, it's uh, for uh, the video we're referring to is "Grab 'Em by the Pyongyang," by the way, um, which which segues pretty nicely into the gimmick of this band, which it's a it's a power trio. Which in music, it's a a trio comprised of a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. Uh, so, and it's called Nuclear Power Trio because the main members of the band dress up as, or if you want to suspend your disbelief, they are actually. Donald J. Trump, Vladimir Putin, and Kim Jong Il. So, or Kim Jong Un, right? Which one is it? Yeah, Un. It's uh, the new one. Yeah, it's Un. the new guy. 
the young the young chubby one yeah. so uh but yeah it's it's the in the video it's depicted that way they've all got custom instruments um the guitarist has a seal with a presidential seal on it the bassist who is putin um has a sick like russian flag base uh i don't, I don't know what brand it is or what any of them are but they're all just sick custom custom jobs so they really go in with the nuclear power trio of the u.s north korea and russia the music video is so funny too because they have that guy that's like a like a security guard playing the flamenco guitar with like <laughs> the glasses on it's so cool yeah yeah uh, and they're also in the video. They play uh, what basketball against Danny DeVito, uh, Chris, Farley. Chris Farley. Who's the third member? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. either way, they're all hyper realistic masks, and it's just hilarious looking. It kind of reminds me of like the old uh, meat sandwich video with Guar, where they're just kind of walking through LA and just they get reaction shots from the crowd, and just, so it's kind of like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't. I think Louis, you have what their actual who the people actually are behind the masks. Yeah. Uh, so Nuclear Power Trio is Greg Burgess on guitar. Um, he's from the band Allegion. They're like a proggy tech death band. Yeah. I had to put it in terms. Um, the drummer is Pete Weber of the band Havoc. And the bass player is Nick. Uh, I don't even know how to say his last name. Not even going to try. Uh, but he's from the band uh, Havoc, uh, Syphilac, Carnage, and Job for a Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool because I mean, it, like you, we were talking about it before, and it was pretty hard to find. And I kind of like when bands do that. They just they have like an alter like band identity, and they just don't really make mm-hmm. themselves known. It kind of it helps sell the gimmick uh, quite a bit more. I think it's also oh, great that sure. and they tra- no go ahead. I was going to say they just traded uh, out Vladimir or um, Mike Tyson was originally in the band, and they <laughs> traded him out for Vladimir Putin. So. Yeah, much cooler move, I think. Vladimir has much more mystique about him. Mike Tyson is cool in his own way, but he doesn't, you know, throw hockey games every year where he scores 12 goals every time or ride horses shirtless or do any of that cool stuff. I mean, he does throw bombs, though, so. That's true. (laughs) And raise pigeons, so. It's also incredible that this was released on October 30th, so literally the Friday before Election Day. Oh, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I didn't even know that. That's that's good shit, man. It's just it, everything about this gimmick is it just works um, in just magnificent ways. So, so Louis, you want to give us your opening thoughts on the EP? Uh, I mean, it it's a short EP, which is great because yeah. I mean you can listen to it in like no time. It's just not what I mean. I don't know what I expected when I first heard the name Nuclear Power Trio, but I wasn't expecting all the twists and turns it takes it covers so many musical styles and it's just good to hear like all the instruments really clear and everyone's really good at their job yeah yeah that's my real big takeaway from this album in general is just how clean it is and you know if dear listeners if you've been listening you know i I care about production quality above almost everything else and to hear like a metal a, a instrumental trio in the metal realm be this clean is something I just I'll I'll jizz over every single time. It's just gonna it's it's just incredible to hear something like this. So that's really my main like opening thoughts is just when you listen to when you first hear it, it's just everything is so clean and clear, and it's just makes it so much nicer to listen to. Oh, I think we're just suckers for instrumental music. Yeah. It's like this was exactly 
we've been like it's like we've been working towards this this yeah. is what this is the payoff to all the instrumentals we've been listening yeah. to and it was it's I think everyone could enjoy this. It's not. Yeah, like, I think so too. It's not like for just metal people. Like, oh, you you don't get it. You don't get what's really going on here. I think anyone can hear this and be like, "Fuck yeah!" I love the little thing they did here, and yeah. like, it's so rare that you hear a bass this forward, which is probably another reason why you're on here, Louis, because you're our, our bass consultant, and uh, <laughs> you're giving a voice to all bassists out there who are pretty much nameless. But in this, huh. on this EP. This one goes so hard. I'd say I'm not doing bass players justice, but I am. They're not worth the shit. So, <laughs> and, you know, it's you know, it's good. It's real when even bass players don't like bass players. So, um, I mean, I I can't think of really any like known bass players outside of like Victor Wooten, um, like Flea, and uh, Jesus Christ, what's his name from Primus? <laughs> Uh, Les Claypool. Yeah, Les Claypool. Thank you. I mean, those are really the three that come to mind. I mean, I can't think of. I mean, I'm sure I could think of more if I really thought about it. But of, of names people have heard, that's really it. So. And Fieldy, bro. Oh, Fieldy, Fieldy from Corn. You're right. My bad. My bad. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's, it's such it's, a weird, weird name to include in that other yeah, list. Yeah, no, right. You gave, but. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Um, so let's let's. Uh, did you have any more opening thoughts, still, or you want to just hop right into let's it? Let's do it. So let's get into the opening track, uh, A Clear and Present Rager. Uh, just as a spoiler alert, every every song on this is some sort of wordplay or pun, and A Clear and Present Rager is just a fantastic name for both an, an EP and a song to open up. And my first note is Step on Me, Bass Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's the first thing you notice. And I mean, obviously, like the, the, the lead guitar is going to shine through in an instrumental. It's just that's what's going to carry the melody, the harmonies and stuff like that. But the, like we already kind of touched on, I, I, I really hope that they do like they mix like this live where the bass is so forward. Uh, because it really is just a pleasure to hear a bassist just rip for 20 minutes like they do on this EP. Um and again, I already touched on it. Like it's really cool to hear metal instrumentals that are this clean, but still like really have a weight to them and be just really kick ass. Uh, like no hate to uh, bands like Animals as Leaders that are like true like metal like instrumental, but this to me is just more enjoyable to listen to for a longer period of time. Um, Animals as Leaders kind of gets or like Nea Oblivious Ascaris or however the hell fuck you say that name. Um, they just get kind of wearisome after a while. Um, and but this this I could listen to I think over and over and over again, um, you know. And you know my last note on this is like, in order to be a joke band, you have to either be comically horrible or incredibly good, like world class musicians. And thank God that they're on like the upper end of this, um, because you get bands like Green uh, Jelly who are not the greatest musicians, but they're legendary in their own right because they are just so goofy and uh, they they know how to do like a, a good. Uh, like funny song or like psycho stick who I mean they're good musicians but they're not going to blow you away but they just play kind of shitty and it sounds funny and you know I, I, it's it's refreshing to hear a metal-esque uh, like power trio do something so clean and so well done so um, Lou we'll get your thoughts on this this track here oh me uh well yeah <laughs> up on me bass daddy that's a tough one to top but uh <laughs> Um, it's, it's a rager for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, again, like you said, all the parts are really clear. I think that's just cause there's, 
there's like not a lot else going on. It's yeah. just drums, bass, and guitar the whole time. And everything comes through. The bass almost seems fake, like it was programmed with sure. a computer. I, I'm sure it's not, but it's just, it sounds so clear and crisp. It, and it's just so good. It's like, how could any mortal man do this? But it's Putin. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> uh, um, I have down uh, uh, the volume swells in the middle when it's with the guitar, the wah, 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 yeah. wah, sexy. Yeah, Love it. Yeah. And that bass solo after the acoustic break, when it comes in, is just just great. Also, another great music video. They're all playing on uh, Air Force One and just having a party. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I need to go back and watch it's, all it's the actual music videos for these and just kind of just really live the experience of uh, Nuclear Power Trio. Because since we're not going to have them anymore, <laughs> I guess so. Might as well soak them in while I can. So they're right. like they're like done, done, right? Uh, I mean, I haven't heard anything, but I can't imagine that the gimmick would really keep going right now. So, which sucks. They started like at the end of Trump's presidency, and that's like the whole gimmick. So, yeah, shot himself in the foot right there. I mean, it would be funny to see them do like a doom metal thing and just have just put Biden in there instead of old Donnie Trump. Just put everybody to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Dale, what do you what do you got on the uh, old clear and present rager? Uh, this the. This song makes me want to uh, watch an action movie and like it needs machine guns. It like yeah. exactly what the song the song name is, a clear and present rager. Yeah. It makes me want to like watch all the shitty action movies from the early 2000s. Uh Transformers comes to mind. Yeah. Any Bruce Willis movie, yeah. you know, any of those these the songs the could expendables. be Expendables. Yeah. This song could be playing while the Expendables are like shooting down an airplane or their airplanes coming down and they're jumping out and they're like shooting their machine guns. Like this song just like puts you in that headspace and that bass is fat. Yes. That's all I really had to say about that. Cause I, I didn't want to overstep my bounds of talking about bass cause I know nothing about it. Um, I don't know if the whole album, this is a flamenco guitar or if it's just acoustic guitar, but it sounds like flamenco guitar. So I called it that a lot. Yeah. Um, but at 138, it comes in for the first time, and it's sexy. Yeah. It makes me want to get undressed. Um, <laughs> but it also has that double kick to end the song, and it's just like, sheesh. Yeah. We've been spoiled lately. We yeah, need, we really like, a, a real crappy pop punk album, I think, to, like, we've been, like, taken for granted yeah. how, how great some of these artists are at just, like, ending songs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. You want to just hop right into grab him by the Pyongyang then? <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, which coincidentally is my favorite song. So lucky I get to go first. Nice. Um, and this intro is with another flamenco guitar, or so I believe. It's flamenco adjacent. Let's just go with that. Yeah, and it's we'll... it's whatever I say it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have that written down a lot in my notes. So yeah, yeah I'm yeah. with you. Okay, two thirds majority. It's flamenco. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I I love the like it's almost like smooth intro and then it comes in with the the chugs and the jamming yep. and it's like it's got that flamenco like peppered in in between and it's it's cool to have like such like a break almost like it would be a chorus with a flamenco guitar and then you got those chugs and the jamming in yep. between so it's it's got like a traditional song structure which is kind of unheard of in instrumental music yeah there's definitely like verse chorus verse or like uh you know bridge versus bridge not necessarily a core i guess there might be a course if you want to really break it down but yeah 
Um, the the second half of the song kind of felt like Strawberry Girls, just the way the sure. the drummer was just going ape shit, and the the bassist was like trying to keep up with him. And um, there's a bass solo, which is awesome because this is exactly what I wanted from Tokonoma the other. Yeah, that boom, yeah, it's so yeah. good, it's so good. Um, yeah, man, uh, you talked about the chugs, and it's one of the tastiest chugs I've heard in a while. Uh, and you know how I love my chugs; it's it's what I it's what I come here for. I come for the uh, the jigga wuggas. I stay for the chuggas or whatever the hell that is from uh, Strong Bad. <laughs> uh team girl squad um but yeah no uh the guitar here uh makes me want to play like castlevania or Mega Man x it sounds very much like a uh, like a 2d action platformer for sure uh it's it's just soaring and it's epic uh at least like the the parts where they do let it soar um outside of the chug um and you know again i've mentioned it before like this is this is made for like this guitarist to show out but it really the it's impossible not to like just snarl and get a stiff upper lip when you hear how like meaty the tone is from the bass. It's the tone that really does it for me. Um, I mean, yeah, it being forward in the mix is great, but like it wouldn't be as effective if the tone wasn't as good. And I feel like that is probably due to just really high quality pickups on that bass. Uh, I don't really know, but it. I just I imagine to get that sort of tone, it would have to be. It's obviously a super high quality bass. Um, and yeah, the video is incredible. We already kind of touched on it, but. Uh, yeah, I'll throw it over to you, Will or Will. Will, <laughs> Lou. I don't know where Will came from. Sorry. I don't know. Is there someone else on the call? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> we got two dogs um, in here with us, and no. they are not even close to Will's. Nope. So I don't know. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm with you guys on the intro, man. The intro to the song is just just beautiful, perfect. Um, along with what you said, Kev, it's. Uh, it gives me a video game vibe, but I was, it gave me like uh Garadu Valley from, um, Oh Ocarina yeah. Of Time. Yeah. Kind of with the, the kind of like Spanishy guitar kind of thing. Um, and the only, I mean, I don't have a lot for this song just cause it, it pretty much is self-explanatory, but, uh, the bass, I think the reason why it sounds so good is like, there's not a lot of bass going on. Like there is, sure. but it's not like, you know, like subbed out, like going to blow your car apart kind of deal. Yeah. It's just like the sound of the bass the whole way through. And it probably is just like a $5,000 bass. If I, had to guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's not, it it's like, takes pride in it. It's not super like distorted either though, unless I'm wrong about that. It just seems super clean no. and just really yeah, loud. It, it seems really clean, but uh, the, the chords when it comes in after, or for the solo, and those slides, when you slide up a bass, yeah. you don't hear that a lot. You you hear the slides down, but I don't know. It's just, it, it was hard. It's so hard to pick a best bass solo, but <laughs> yeah. on this album, it's all just good. So. Yeah, yeah. This one is, I think it. Be, I think we're all biased because I think this is definitely the first song that I heard by them. I know it's because you, when you posted it, I even talked about mm-hmm. like diving up the neck on a bass. Like being able to hear that is just, yeah. it's something incredible because you never, ever, ever hear that. Uh so it's uh it's really really cool to hear that in a mix so i would i'm gonna go ahead and i'll I'll call it this is probably the best bass song like as far as like clean like tone tonally um i think this is probably the best as it it gets here well i'll call it i'll go out on that limb let's do it let's get crazy yeah i'll die on this hill um but yeah so uh lou if you want to lead off with the fusion collusion unless you have any more to say about old pump pyongyang there no i uh I didn't have much about uh, the old Pyongyang, but Fusion Collusion is uh, is my jam. Hell so yeah. um, 
my first note for this is all of the bass. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shortest song on here, but I, I think it's got the best bass parts. It's probably not the best bass solo. Yeah, I have sure. that written down for a song later, but just it's just everywhere the whole time. Uh, it's definitely got that Spanish uh, feel to it mm-hmm. with the guitar. Um, and the bridge, or I guess the bridge is so hard to pick when sure. there aren't vocals and yeah. lyrics. Um, but it gets just like really metal chuggy and for a minute. And it's like, wow, where this, it, we're listening to a metal band. I totally forgot. Yeah. Like I thought this was just kind of crazy good rock, but no, it's definitely some metal. Yeah. And uh, I want to call back to a thing you said in the chat when you said it was, it was like a Dynasty Warrior yes. soundtrack. Yes. I didn't get that right away, but it definitely has like a video game, like uh, Super Smash Brothers fighting on Captain uh, Falcon's plane or something. Yeah, there's definitely like there's a, some crazy shit. There's definitely like a battle element to it, right? I mean, I, th- I think yeah. it comes from kind of like that that tribal, like almost jungle-like feel to it. Um, it, it, it I mean, if you've played any Dynasty Warriors, it just sounds like a song from Dynasty Warriors. It's all kind of like that... Mm-hmm that new age kind of prog instrumental metal, which is just like, let's go slice up a hundred Chinese people <laughs> in the, uh, you know, whatever that sounds horrible, but that's what the game is. That's going to get sound clipped. <laughs> that's what the game is about. That's going to be my new, ri- the three, my new ringtone. That's fine. It's about the three kingdoms era in the Chinese history, whatever you're slicing up Chinese people. And, uh, my last note is just xylophone. There's xylophone. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird shit in this. There's what is that thing called where it's like, it's just a stick with like a, a ribbed piece of wood where you just I don't know, is it like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like uh, it's a washboard. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a washboard, but there's a there's like an actual instrument that's like just a like capoeira or something. Isn't that the Brazilian dance fighting? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something. It's 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 cool. There's a whole bunch of different shit in this song and. uh I actually I wrote less than I wanted to about this song for some reason. I must have had to take a dump or something. Um, <laughs> but there's like a there's like a harmonized guitar solo. There's like a part where there's three guitar. Obviously they layered the track. Um, so, but if they so if they played this live, they'd have to bring extra people on. But there's like a harmonized kind of guitar solo lead like into like a nasty breakdown. Um, and then just another like it's like the breakdown lasts about thirty seconds and then. Um, it goes back into like this just amazing section of just what I what I can only describe as guitar masturbation, where he just kind of just goes crazy down on the you know the small part of the fretboard and just you know does his thing and it's just it, I absolutely fell in love and I, I you know it's I wrote I I don't like this note because I don't know what I was talking about but I was like I kind of wish this is what disco actually was, where this is kind of got like a dancey feel to it almost, and I just kind of wish like dance music was more like this <laughs> it's just kind of heavy and tribal and just all over the place so yeah this the fusion collusion is is a wild track that i wish i took more notes on the first like 30 seconds of this song i had to double check and make sure it wasn't thank you scientists like and i accidentally cued a, like a thank you scientists right um but i i love the the like acoustic flamenco guitar that comes in because I started realizing after a couple of listens through that just indicates that something crazy is about to happen. Yeah. It's not, it's not to like chill it out. It's like a warning signal to let you know, like shit's about to pop off. And every time you hear it, it's like a, a response that you can have like, 
oh shit, it's about to, we're about to hit climax here. <laughs> um, but I like how well these guys play off of each other. It's kind of insane that like this is their first real EP they put together. Like they had a couple singles I think before this, but really like to they're all like accomplished musicians elsewhere, but to like play off of each other and like have that come through in a recording is really cool. I think that comes through in just how different each song sounds. It's probably everybody had each guy had like their version of what they kind of wanted it to sound like. So I feel like everybody kind of got to have like, oh, well, hey, let's do this for this song. And then, you know, let's do something else for this next song. And then, you know, obviously there's not just three songs, there's five. But it feels like just musicians that wanted to play around and do something rad. And that's this is what you get out of it. So um, you guys got anything else on old Fusion Collusion here? All right, cool. We'll move on to uh, no. Ukra- Ukraine in the Membrane, which I love. Uh, what a What a name for a song. Um, and it's, I, I don't even know, I, don't, I feel like I'm going to get this genre classification wrong, but it almost, it's like power punk or speed metal on this track. Like the drums are very indicative of like a very, very much a power punk, like just going to rip your face off for like three minutes and then move on and, you know, smoke a cigarette and leave your corpse battered and bruised behind. Uh, it's, it's, it's certainly the heaviest this album has been. Um, but it still manages to keep like the accessibility high. Like there's nothing in this song that I think would turn anybody off immediately. Uh, it's it almost is like uh, it's kind of like when I talk about like the the great joke that Mudvayne played on you know Midwest dads. Um, it, it it feels very much in that vein, where it's like it's heavy as shit, but you don't really realize it until you really start listening to it. Um, and this just reminds me of like a fight scene in an anime where it's frenetic action. Uh, punctuated by like these these moments of kind of like slowdown where people can kind of you can like zoom in on do like the dramatic zoom in on both the combatants faces and like they charge up an attack and then they go in for the next flurry of blows um and it's final boss music for sure um it, it, this is my favorite track just because it is i feel like it's the most dynamic in its motion uh there's there's lots of like slowdowns pickups um like moments to kind of like pose and kind of catch your breath and it almost feels like Devin Townsend-esque in that way, where he can kind of do this really heavy, um, but really epic and accessible track. And uh, it, there's something about it that's just like, it's uh, magnifying to me. So, yeah. Um, Dill, what do you got to say about this? Oh, I'm going. Yeah, let's, let's have you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of said the same thing. Yep. It's the most metal thrashery one we've had so far. And um, I know Kev has a Chuck Boner. It must be hard <laughs> to drive with the the Chuck Boner it you is, had while you we were listening to this, and uh, I kind of was piecing things together like, oh, this is why Louis joined us. Like it wasn't an accident. This is so bass heavy. Yeah. This song I think has the I felt the bass the most in this song, especially like in the car and listening to it with speakers that are like you can feel it on your legs and and your hair. You can feel it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh-oh. Stand by. We're still recording. Yeah, we're still recording, but Dill's screensaver turned on, so we can't monitor waveforms here. Mine. Huh? I said mine just did that a minute ago. Yeah, okay. Took out my notes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it it ends the way it started, and I think that's such a cool way to like construct a song because even though we've had some traditional song structures, that's like I think the most traditional metal thing to do is like start something a little bit slower and then end with it 
kind of the same way and kind of give it a, a conclusion and be like self-contained. Yeah. Like it, it could exist without this out al- or EP or album. Yeah. Lou, what do you got? Uh, first thing is even more metal. Like the last yeah. one introduced had that breakdown, that chug that was, you know, Oh yeah, we're back in the metal game. This one just like from the rip is like, Oh yeah, definitely all metal. Um, along with like your speed loop, uh, metal kind of thing. It's got like, as what I have in my notes is it has like a Iron Maiden type gallop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels like you're riding a horse in the battle, uh, shirtless like Putin would, because you know, <laughs> of course. Uh, but yeah, it's just like pushing the tempo the whole time. It's just great. Uh, I feel like I'm not giving the drummer any credit, but I mean he's just great. I, I don't have anything fancy to go about that he's a great drummer so yeah uh, but this song has my favorite bass solo yeah the bass solo in this song like it's got overdubs which like a bass solo with overdubs what what's going on there yeah uh i can't tell if it's like weird harmonics or if he's just overdubs but it i don't know it's just uh so good it as a bass player it just makes me smile every time i hear <laughs> yeah. it and uh also very angry because i'll never ever be able to play like that so well it's not that you never ever could it's just so you don't you would never ever put in the time to be that good <laughs> oh well yeah that all, that also <laughs> i think they have the tabs for all these songs online too every time i was like on they, uh i was like googling them it would be like check out their tabs i'm like wow that's that's ballsy for a, a, a band like them to put their tabs online probably like a dare like i dare you yeah dare yeah you to try I to fucking dare you you, you bitch <laughs> you can have the cheat codes <laughs> good luck deciphering them if you're familiar with it at all there's a there's a bass player on youtube his name is uh davy 504 oh yeah I think. he always has this thing where he's just like uh challenge him to play the hardest thing you can on bass and i would love to see this guy just like submit it wearing the putin mask just like fucking go into it yeah, yeah. And him be like, challenge accepted and <laughs> fail miserably or something. I don't know. Davey 504 is a pretty good bass player, though, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know where he would rank on a professional scale because I've never heard him play like in a, in a band, but who knows? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um. So, Louie, you're not, yeah, Louie, Louis. do you want to do mutually assured destruction? You want to close this out here? Oh, yeah, I can do that. Um, This is like a more relaxed track. I mean, it's mutually assured seduction, and I'm feeling it. I'm totally in here. I said destruction, my fault. My pants are already off, and (laughs) um, it's got the wah pedal. I mean, it's just got the whole thing. Uh, And the bass bass break in this one, bringing out the slaps. Just slapping the shit out of it. And I... you know, anytime you get a good old slapping on the bass going, it's good to do. I'm trying to avoid doing that stupid ass movie reference here, but <laughs> are you talking about slapping the bass? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it for you. It, not, not that it's not funny, but being a bass player, you know, it's everyone says when you say, "Yeah, I play bass." Yeah, yeah. Slapping yeah. the bass. No, <laughs> it's, don't. People hardly remember that movie, but they remember that line. <laughs> yeah. I bet Rush hates him for that. I mean, you can't go to a Rush show without someone being like, slap it a bitch. I'm, I'm sure Rush is okay with it. They put out trillions of songs. So I'm sure they're fine with it. 
Um, yeah. Uh, was there anything else but, you had uh, on that? That's, Sorry. No, that's really it. I don't have a lot for this. It's just a good, relaxing, sexy track after the craziness that uh, is nu- uh, Nuclear Power Trio. Yeah, so, for sure. Good way to round out the album. Yeah, totally agree. Um, do you want me to go, Dill? Or do you want to go? Yeah, go right, Cool. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had kind of the uh, same vibes, Lou, um, that this immediately feels like an intentional closer to this EP. I feel like no matter how long this this album or EP was going to be, this was always going to be the last song. And I get that feeling because I, there's so much more space in between all three of the instruments, whereas before there was this kind of claustrophobia where they were all very tightly grouped together mm-hmm. and they were all playing over each other, where this they kind of feel like they have room to breathe. And everybody's kind of playing kind of out in space. It feels very spacious and nice and easy to listen to. Um, and it's really kind of, it, it, it is. It's, I think that the, the last song on this EP is the palate cleanser because it's, uh, you have to kind of have some sort of wind down after what has pr- been a pretty dense experience up to this point. Um, and yeah, I, I mentioned the, uh, the, the bass solo at the 145. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the wah pedal just in general. I mean, I'm not really sure why. I just find it goofy, but it, it works here. Sorry, I'm talking through a burp. Let me just get it out. It's it's about that time. You might as well <laughs> just burp into the mic. It's about that time. Um, but no, it's fine. I mean, I, I'm just not. It's just my personal preference on wah pedals. Like it has to be done really well to be for me to like it. Um, but what comes after is that super slappy bass section, and it, it reminds me of it. It made me feel like I felt the first time I listened to Tool. Um, cause it kind of has that really kind of like just really, really hard edged bass to it. I mean, that's what slap does. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, uh, and you know what I mean by that is that it just blew my guts out. Like it just, it, it kind of just rocked my worldview when I heard it and I just, I, I loved it. It's, uh, it's great. I wish I could go back to the first time I listened to tool and just, you know, re-experience that for the first time. Um, and yeah, I was like, we finally, we finally, finally, it's funny you mentioned it last uh, uh, song, Lou, but we never really got to hear the drums really in this, in this, which is weird because it's a trio. So you figured they would come forward a little bit, but um, we get just a little taste of raw drums towards the end here. And it's like for two seconds um, before uh, what I would consider the second bridge, I guess, in this song. But yeah, it's it's really cool to just kind of hear the a, a little tiny drum fill, and, and what we should have had a lot of drum fills. I feel, but I almost felt like the the drummer and the bassist were like like facing each other and like playing, yeah, like versus each other. <laughs> sure. if, like remember on Guitar Hero, it was like the the guitar battles. Yeah, yeah. That's almost what it felt mm-hmm. like was two guys like facing each other and being like, "You're gonna do some crazy shit," because I'm about to do some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the outro, it just, it, 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 it uh, did exactly what the song title did. It, it seduced me in that I, every time I listened to this out, this EP, I always revved it back up. I turned it back, I flipped the album over and I just played it again, you know, and so I was ready for another pass. And it's just, it, it this is, I just, I know, I love this song and this, this EP, so. Um, We're yeah. becoming EP guys. Yeah, I think so too. It's just easier with what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Plus, I, I, this this would have gotten old, I think. You think so? I think a 12-song album. Sure, 12 songs is a bit much. That'd be tough. But that being said, I really like this song because it felt like when you finish running on the treadmill, you need that like two-minute cool down sure. to like crank it down to like 1.5 and just like gather your thoughts and look at your phone and kind of just regroup before you step off the treadmill. And that's what this song kind of felt like. 
it ramps it back up a little bit through like 145 mark i think you said um but really this song is like the palate cleanser and more of like a a deep breath after an exercise um but that's i i thought i kind of felt like at the end it kind of highlighted all the things of the ep it kind of felt like they reprised some things and kind of mm-hmm. brought everything back one more time just to remind you, like, hey, if you want to listen to it again, it's only 20 minutes, you know? And that's, I think that's the beauty of the EP was, like, it got you ready to, like, listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess um, I'll start off my closing thoughts here. Um, uh, it's no secret that I love instrumental music. And when it's done in my favorite genre, like, I'm going to have nothing bad to say about it. Especially in an EP. I mean, how can you complain about a 20-minute EP that's just a fucking rip-roaring good time for the entire the entirety of it? Um, the only the only bad things I could say for it is I'm I'm sad they're broken up. And you know, I could have done with a two or three more songs just to see what they could do. You know what I mean? Um, just you know, give me a little bit more to to play around with in my head. But yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, I, 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 this is something I'll listen to over and over again. It's not something that, like, once we're done talking about it here, I'm never going to listen to it again. It's definitely on my metal, uh, my generic metal playlist for Spotify. Um, it, it made it there almost immediately. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's really fucking good. And I, it, it's, I think we've learned, I've learned about myself is that I just don't give a fuck about lyrics and songs for the most part, unless they're like super, like super profound. So yeah, I mean, give me all the instrumental music I can handle because it makes my life much easier as far as like <laughs> reviewing music. So I don't, cause I don't have to worry about what does this song mean? Plus sometimes we're burdened with like bad vocalists, but good instruments. Yeah, sure. It's what, such, such a burden. It is. You gotta you gotta fight through people singing. Yeah, true. It's like I'm not gonna say it. it's too mean. Oh, what you got, Louie? Um, yeah, it's it's like the perfect kind of instrumental album. I you referenced Animals as Leaders at the beginning and mm-hmm. like they do full albums and sometimes there's songs that are just seven, eight minutes. Yeah. You know, like an album like that, and it just kind of gets old. You turn it off halfway through, but this is like the perfect amount. All the songs are about even in length, 20 minutes. I mean, it's just perfect for chilling or driving or playing some video games. Yeah. Listening to great people play their instruments. Yeah. I, like I, I, and I need the album cover. I got to have it in like a poster. I need <laughs> yeah. it on my wall. So. The album it's cover. Right is, next to my Devin Townsend poster. Yeah, it's incredible for sure. And I, I mentioned in the group chat that I was playing this album while playing Skyrim, and it made Skyrim a million times better. So uh, it's uh, yeah, your 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 point to just playing putting it on during a video game is is it stands to reason for sure. Yeah, I I I, I inversely, I kind of want someone to put vocals over this, just sure. like maybe reprise one of these songs and throw some vocals on it and see what they can do with it. Because I think with some screams and stuff, these songs could be even cooler. Yeah, I really liked it, and I like I mentioned in my opening thoughts, I thought it was really palatable, and maybe that is because there are no vocals, but also like they do a good job of like mixing everything up. Those that flamenco guitar is not an accident. They could have done no. an acoustic guitar. They could have done plenty of things, but I think it adds a like a little flair that you're like, "Ooh, that's different." And yeah, it was a complete surprise. I did not expect to like it this much. So I appreciate I appreciate the pick, Louie. Well, thank you. Thank you. Another yeah. one for the books. Another good pick by 
me. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> we, my own horn. <laughs> we would not praise this high on an EDM EP, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, let's get into songs of the show, and uh, you know, just to let's give let's give the fourth member a little little moment here. I've got yeah. an email from old Ben Carter. Um, we're actually double recording today, so I'm going to just read both of his songs of the show here. I might just reread them again on our next episode. Um, so Ben writes in, uh, hey boys, I know you're recording two episodes, so I'll keep it brief. I've got a song of the show for each episode, if that's allowed, uh, and down with Louie, and with an exclamation point. So um, the the, uh, the rivalry continues. Uh, so for episode one, he submit Porter Robinson, Something Comforting. Uh, the holidays always get me feeling nostalgic and I had a whale of a time doing the lost episode with you boys last year and recently seeing Porter. I remembered how much that sh- th- this track really shook me to the core when it c- came out and while prepping for the episode as one of my picks, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, full of intensely personal emotion from Porter himself. And that makes it for one hell of a listen. Um, I personally love the song as well. It's a great little listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for what I think would be this episode, he um, submit Cascade Love Like That. Uh, this was another track that was close to making my top five last year. It's Cascade just being Cascade. Effortlessly, effortlessly dancey with a haunting vocal. He knows how to make you think and party all at the same time. Uh, one of the world's biggest DJs for a reason. I've decided to, I've, I've been contributing for way too long without saying his name. If you don't know Cascade, just picture the most wholesome total bro you can. And now you know him. Happy holidays to all of you fine creatures out there. Benji, Columbus, oh wow. Aha! Both good picks. Both good picks. Um, I'm familiar with both of them, and I like them both. I haven't heard the second one, but I I have definitely listened to that Porter Robertson sure. Um What you got, Lou? Uh, my song of the show is... Um, for this one, I'm going to go with the one I put in the chat earlier today, yeah. Dragon Ball Do-Rag yeah. by Thundercat. It's it's a funky, hilarious little jam. goes along with the crazy bass we're going on here. Um, it's just kind of like a like a weird 70s funk talking about a guy who found a Dragon Ball Do-Rag, and he's ready to smash, man. <laughs> Dude, when he's he out there s- trying to get it. Smashing in my Do-Rag, or I'm a smash in my Do-Rag, just fucking had me rolling, dude. Just one of the one of the. It, he may be covered in cat hair, but at least he smells good. <laughs> it honestly sounds like a video that you would have sent me on TikTok. Me? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, and like I told you earlier, Lou, in the group chat, like I, as soon as I turned it on, I started laughing because I mean the album art just sets it up perfectly, and I never, I haven't watched the video yet, but I can only imagine it's just as funny. So. Yeah uh, the the video makes it makes it all. That's. Um, that's my one for this episode. I, I can send you guys the second one and the other one unless you want me to do it now. Hey, that's that's up to you, man. I don't want to mess. Um, well, I'll pick a second one for your next one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Culture War by 12 Foot Ninja. So You mean 6 Foot Ninja? Uh, it's off their new album. They're grown boys. Yeah, 6 Foot Ninja. Average height. <laughs> yeah. Average height ninja. Uh, it's... It's a little different than their normal, which is weird saying, because it's more traditional. It's like more traditional, straightforward metal. It's just like awesome to hear come from them because they're usually like a mix of all these styles. Mm. They just pick one and go with it, and it's great. Cool, man. Uh, Yeah, love to hear. I can't wait to listen to it. Um, Dylan. No, I'll go. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you go. (laughs) My song of the show is uh, it's Unease Concerto um, by Keaton Henson. It's a contemporary classical track. 
and I picked this track because of the opening. It's uh, it's it's extremely haunting. It could have made it on our spooky playlist for sure. Uh, it starts out super discordant with like a really really long draw of the bow on a, a violin, and it's only you can hear like the like the uh, violinist switch like that to a, like a down bow, which is super weird and like normally you wouldn't want to hear that, but it adds to like the um, kind of feeling that this whole like piece sets up and it, it slowly come, turns into like this beautiful chord and then the orchestra comes in behind it and it's just a really really beautiful like 30 to 45 seconds of music and it really sets up the tone perfectly of this uh, this piece here I'm not I'm not I've been trying to kind of get into like contemporary classical but a lot of it's really super strange and very like masturbatory I mean this is too but it's like it's a lot of like uh it's it's good it, it, it it's kind of um it's accessible in a way that other contemporary classical isn't in that it, it's kind of like uh expressionist almost in, in contemporary where it's like i'm going for a feeling and i don't care what the music sounds like and this this kind of mixes both really well so mm-hmm. give it a shot um Anise concerto by keaton uh, keaton henson keaton henson mm-hmm it does not sound like someone that would have classical music. He's a shy British boy. Love it. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, <laughs> my song of the show is Cold to Me by Heart Attack Man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about Heart Attack Man in the future. But uh, for now, I love this new EP that they put out. Um, this song is another one of those like shocks, shock songs mm-hmm. where he... He's talking about like they might have done all these awful things, but they've been cool to me, so it's kind of hard for me to believe. Yeah. And it's kind of just a play on how we view people socially, yeah. and like, oh, they did this awful thing, and it's been proven. It's like, but like they've been nice to me. Like, mm. why should I hate them? It's like, well, you were just shit talking somebody else. So it's it's a kind of a, a satirical song, and it's it's every time he does a, a satire song, it's so funny yeah. to read the comments because it goes over goes over people's heads and they're like does he know what he's saying yeah. it's like well you're kind of playing into exactly what you know, he's talking a little r slash whoosh there yeah so um yeah cool to me by heart attack man i love heart attack man it's like i found him on tiktok and now i can't like i can't avoid him <laughs> he comes up on my for you page all the time and i'm like looking forward to his music he's, now, so. he's entrenched in your algorithm so that's all right you're doomed but uh, Louis, thank you so much for yeah, coming thanks. on, brother. You are always welcome back on. Um, especially, I, I know we're gonna try and do something closer to the end of the year um, for our uh, top five songs of the or top five um, songs of the year. Is that how we did it last year? Yeah, I think so. It was our favorite five songs released in that year. So, so yeah, we're we're gonna have you back Ooh. on uh, whether you come down or whether we uh, we do it over Google Meet again. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, it was a blast. Uh, it is been a blast, gentlemen. I hope I get to actually join you guys in, pe- in people in person next time. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I learn how to speak better by the time. That nah, happens. you're but, um, you're fine. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, keep on rocking, man. Keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so thanks. Do you want to talk about real quick what we're doing for next week? Because this is coming out second from what we're recording. So we're it would recording. be your pick then. Are you comfortable with me picking something? I mean, we'll we'll do it if we can. Okay. Uh, I, there's a new EP. I've only listened to it through once. Um, it's from Mother Folk, which is local uh, Cincinnati, Ohio band. 
and they have an EP called Flowers, mm-hmm. and they've tried to like they've drastically changed their sound um, through pandemic. They've like been experimenting and stuff, so I'm really ta- excited to l- listen to it through and uh, talk about it and see how I feel about it. Cool, man. So uh, that yeah, that'll be in the the show notes. Check out our songs of the show, uh, and thanks again, Lou, for coming on. Thanks, guys. Yep. Bye.